It's the greatest podcast and you'll agree A fine pastime for you and me But maybe not for those under 13 As a kind of fucking curse So bring out your laundry and prepare your ears For insults will spill and so will tears Games will be reviewed and lunch places too What will be mentioned it's sad but it's true So without further ado Here's a drunk tank What's up? That's <laughs> podcast unplugged <laughs> Acapella Ladies and gentlemen, that was the debut of that bright young ingenue from Southern Ohio. <laughs> Who was that, Gus? It's funny. I got that same feel from it, that uh, old-timey vibrato or something about it. That was uh, that was Chris Brown. I guess uh, he's on the comeback after beating up Rihanna. <laughs> Chris Brown. <laughs> wow. Okay, whoa, wow. whoa, whoa. I gotta go. So that was a dude? That's all it said. Chris Brown. I don't know if it was Christina Chris- Brown. I don't know if it was Christopher Brown. See, I thought you were making a joke. Is it Chris, no, no. Chris with a K? With a C-H. All right. Maybe he was a producer. Mm, but this, it was it was yeah, that, that auto tune. Chris Brown, you can do stuff. <laughs> Dude, I know all yeah. about that auto tune. You do? Yeah, sex dogs, man. Oh yeah, sex dogs. I'm a ringtone, man. It's like we fucking <laughs> set that up for the product placement. <laughs> yeah, so we did we did a short last week, uh, which uh, Matt calls me up and he's like, "Hey Jack, I need you to come sing." And I was like, "What?" And so uh, he's like, "Do like the Who Let the Dogs Out of Step with Sex Dogs?" And I'm like, "All right." And sure enough, it's a ringtone now. I can I can never run for office. <laughs> it, it, it's it, funny the way I found that script because they were trying to hide the script from me because I was having <laughs> sex with dogs in the script. I think so techni- I was literally the last person in this office to see the script. I think technically dogs were having sex with you. Yeah. <laughs> you were you were actually quite adorable. It was hard not to like, you know, it was weird. That's because fun. you you brought Lincoln in. Lincoln's your your dog. Uh he was in that day and he that, was he was eyeing you. That's exactly how that day worked. It was a text. Hey, Bernie, can you bring Lincoln into the office today? Sure, why? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's like, that's all. Griffin said, hey, I need to put black all over your nose. I said, why? She says, uh, don't worry about it. And it's like, what's the dog costume for, guys? Uh, don't worry about that. It's for later. <laughs> so it became a cascading thing of don't worry about it. And suddenly I was very, very worried about it. Yeah, they uh, kind of ominously put that dog head outside of my door after we were done recording the podcast last week. And we opened the door and there was just a giant decapitated St. Bernard head <laughs> staring at us. You know, I do actually use now some of the pictures from that short as my actual headshot, though. Those are some good pictures. Yeah, I yeah. thought so, too. A, yeah. They were fun. Should definitely be utilized. By the way, it was a girl. Christina Brown. Christina Brown. There we go. Verified. Okay. Speaking of girls, we have two new people on the podcast today. Hey, hey ladies. How are you? Am I uh, new at this point? Jack and Joel. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're in the rotating seat, okay. so we should tell who you are and why you're I here. I am Jack. I'm here because Jeff is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Again. No, Je- Jeff, uh, about halfway through yesterday afternoon, was just like, he, he looked like the plague had hit him. And I, t- I basically was like, Jeff, get the hell out of here because I'm going on a trip this weekend. And I was like, I don't want to get sick before this trip. So, yeah. yeah. We, that's, that's a, that's a yeah. very important trip. Yeah. And I'm beginning to get concerned <laughs> because there's like 5,000 flight delays uh, this week, it's like 20 degrees here now. There's a snowstorm apparently t- hitting the entire country. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're, staying, we're staying south though. I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll be. Hopefully, we'll not hit. We're trying to go to uh, Las, sunny Las Vegas this weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Vegas. Did Joel not, not ever introduce himself at all? Joel, I'm no. Joel. Okay. That's Joel. That's Joel. Joel needs we're no waiting. introduction. Joel's also joining what, us. Today. Is there any special occasion? We're taking. Or are you a, just taking a, a trip for the hell of it? We're taking. No, they a, literally booked a trip to Vegas just for the hell of it on Super Bowl weekend. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, we yeah like, I had no idea. We didn't know. Like, we're flying back yeah. during the during the game. So yeah. you're going to miss the Super Bowl because you're going to be on the plane? 
Well, I, I, I hope who you're, yeah, your plane probably will be fairly empty, right? It might yeah. be. Yeah, it's a good strategy. Yeah, I don't know if the, if the Jets were playing. We I think we wa- we watched the last playoff game, and it was like if the Jets advanced, then we talk about maybe staying until Monday just to watch the game there. But I I really don't care about the Steelers. Well, re- really, I mean, what's going to happen is the level of intoxication that we're at will probably <laughs> determine whether we're staying a longer. Or not. Whether, yeah, whether and of course, there's, there's, the there's work concerns as well. Yeah. So those it all goes into the uh, yeah. equation. Yeah. I've actually been to Vegas during worst weekends by accident. One time I went to Vegas was the combo weekend of the Consumer Electronics Show and the Adult Video News Awards, which A- are the, por- the, the porn awards. Yeah, so yeah. That, that would have been the second weekend in Vegas in January, right? Right, I think so. I just I've, I've, to never, go. I've, gone, I've gone there during every single convention except for that one. <laughs> really? Yeah. The other yeah. one I was there for, which scared the shit out of me, I think I went with you guys. Yeah, we were there at the same time. We were there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'd already been there at least at least twelve hours, and we'd been you know sending emails, all this stuff. We find out it's the same weekend as DefCon, which is the oh, big God. huge hacker convention. Yeah, where brilliant! All, yeah, and brilliant. we're like on our iPhones. <laughs> like, <laughs> we turned off our phones and our, our laptops, and never brought them out again. After that. I mean, that makes sense, right? If you're in the hackers' convention, that's probably you know that's where you want to go. You get like a lead line bag and throw all your electronics into it. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly these guys who I just want to say are the greatest people on the face of yeah. the earth. They're good we, people. <laughs> we love them yeah, very yeah, much. Exactly. <laughs> they, they're they're sexy and they're with it and we love them. <laughs> and all that. Okay, don't go too far. All right. Don't, don't, don't get take a sarcastic. Don't mock them. <laughs> so we, they have this thing apparently which is the wall of shame that they put up at the convention which is people that they've hacked while they're at the convention and how much of their data they can then print out and put up on the wall at the convention. Wow. So, and you're there walking around in Vegas with your, you know, Wi Fi enabled phone and all of this. You're like, yee, this is great. Look, I found a free hotspot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> free public Wi Fi. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, you have me scared. Gus has me scared to the point where I won't even enable the Wi Fi function on my phone at all. Like, fuck. I just leave it. And I guess that's the right move. Yeah, I, I, fuck it. I don't use it. Don't, don't connect to anything. Ever. Ever. In any way. You Never. know, the whole fire sheep thing kind of died, right? Yeah. No one seemed to care about that after... Uh, well, Facebook, I think, is rolling out a uh, secure login procedure to get around that, but... Yeah. I heard they're making HTTPS that you can set it as your default connection in your profile. Yeah. Or that's what I've heard. Right, right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's still a big deal, but no one's talking about I it. I mean, I feel like when I'm connecting to Facebook, I'm more worried about the... Uh, we're more worried about Facebook stealing my information than a hacker, but I guess they're both, you know, I don't know. They've got it. They've already got it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just... Well, Joel, you and Gus have ruined Facebook for me, especially, <laughs> because you guys go on there and accept every single goddamn friend request you ever get. And I try to keep Facebook just what? people I, I actually know. So you don't feel special? What? On that, they, that they accepted your friend request no, no, along with no, no, everybody no, else? No, no, it's not that. You, it's just, you don't want to be popular? I'm defriending Jack. The, the, pro- <laughs> the problem is, like, I show up on their related friends or whatever, so whoever, like, we'll have fans who'll just, you know, throw like, friend I mean, requests out to Joel pretend, and You're going to pretend like Facebook has, like, some sort of social interactivity for you. This oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I stay off of Facebook. I check See, Facebook about so once So why are you bitching then? Because the, the, the thing I'm never on sucks for me now because of you guys. <laughs> you're, you're the reason why, I guess. You're the reason why. I mean, I, you know, the only reason I'm on Facebook is because, you know, there's there's people who I know from a long time ago or whatever. There's just people that you know that are on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's about it. I'm not really 
I have nothing really I, to say. You know, I have nothing I, to do. You know. I like cross promoting Rooster Teeth Productions. Yeah, it's yeah. like I even want to try. I want even wanna, I want to try some of those social games just because they're so huge. Yeah, they're so huge now that it's like if you don't know what's going on with that, that's you're maybe missing something. They're, 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 there's not. too much money, but <laughs> no. it's like it's just like uh, that great video that you guys yeah, did. You one. know, where you try and get in there, and it's like there's no there's no there's way no way it. to get in there without you know. It's like really yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that was a complete thought by Joel, but I'll go with it. But everyone, everyone understands. <laughs> it's a complete feeling, <laughs> yeah. and that's what's important. <laughs> yeah. The whole face. I mean, I remember when the Facebook like, game started, when they released their API, and it was suddenly it's like, you've been bitten by a vampire. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> block. <laughs> you are now a werewolf. Block. And just had to block all that shit. Yeah. After you block it for a bit, though, you don't see that shit anymore. Yeah. I f- yeah. It's, yeah. I feel like, and then there's like, you know, if you have like 500 friends, there's always like, like those seven yeah. who are just going to just tag you. And there's nothing. Thing you can do to stop it's like an aunt you don't really talk to, but suddenly she wants to super poke you all the time. <laughs> super <Yeah>. poke. <laughs> I think I saw. I think I saw porn about that once on Cinemax about someone super poking <laughs> their aunt. <laughs> it took some kind of I don't know uh, technology. So I've never really had a Facebook account, and I don't really I don't understand how it works it's funny because you're you're se- I'm friends with you seven times. <laughs> I, I know. Right. I, I had a, a really stupid thing where someone was posing as me on Facebook, which I am not. I have I even. Have a, Close to being famous enough for that to happen. Yeah, and yeah, the guy told me he thought it was a big joke, and and, and I was like, "Well, you're doing what?" And he said, "Yeah, I have your account," and and uh, I was talking to one of your friends from high school. I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" The guy yeah. said it to me like at a at one of these conventions. He's like, "Yeah, uh, I was just." And he had friends of people we do business with on that account, and he would just repost stuff from my blog on Rooster Teeth on my Facebook account mm-hmm. and talk. Quote, I don't know what he was talking about because <clears> I don't have access to the account, so he's talking to people I knew from high school or whatever. Yeah. What a fucking maniac, dude. That yeah. guy's a fucking lunatic. So I finally had to get a Facebook account just to hold it in place. Yeah. And that, that drives me crazy. But I've never – I've never – I don't know. What the, that wall makes no sense to me. None of that stuff yeah, makes it's, any it's sense. it's gotten so cluttered on that site now. What was the gifting thing where people could give you gifts and stuff too? That's, that, that's, that's gone, I think. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, they gave you like a present? Yeah, they, or you could buy a present and give it to people. But there were some that were free that were sponsored. Facebook's a weird thing where it's like this private company that's getting hyped like crazy and like uh, the Wall Street machine is basically trying to prep this thing for its IPO. And um, I'm telling you a year from now, two years from now, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, it's going to hit the market. It's going to be like – it's going to be like – it's going to be crazy. I don't don't know how deep we want to go into it, but this isn't Goldman Sachs like uh, pre-selling shares of uh, Facebook? Absolutely. They call it uh, like dark market or second market where like (laughs) you can invest. You can invest in Facebook if you want, but it's like there's no – Facebook has no responsibility to you whatsoever. You don't get to see their financials and you have to commit to them for like a minimum of six months to a year or whatever. So for them, it's great. Didn't these people see the social network? (laughs) Don't they know what happens? I mean that's almost – like that's part of the the hype machine where it's just like you know well, release and, a movie and then, and then they were running into uh, regulatory problems so they're like oh don't worry we won't let anyone in America do it so it's only foreign investors who are allowed to uh, to get in on this see Joel this is I think the average person's problem with the stock market <laughs> is that they're there's trash. two transactions in the stock market you can buy a stock and you can sell a stock somehow Wall Street has turned those two very simple transactions into an infinite amount of products that makes no sense at all. Like when we had the big collapse. Well, in a way, they're a genius because what they do is they design a machine that only they understand. Right. So then when the machine breaks, the only people you can hire to fix the machine 
are them. Hey, that- and it's really like a lot of people who should be going to jail, but instead, well, we have to hire you to help fix this. You, just, sounds like- you just described my job at this company. I was going to say, like, <laughs> you just described Gus's job on the website. It's just um, – it's unbelievable. I mean, people who saw the that collapse coming were like, "I see the collapse coming." They went to like a lot of the firms, and like, told them about it. And what did the firms do? They're like, "Well, we'll just make a product. We'll make in- we'll make insurance. They didn't even understand their own product. <laughs> we'll make insurance on our own product and sell that to you." Yeah, like they didn't know. You know, in case our company fails and we have no money, we'll pay you insurance based on us not having money. Brilliant. I mean, what, like Goldman Sachs knew, and they sold it. I, see, when you drag me into these conversations, it's going to be a try. <laughs> but they sold it to AIG. AIG, these idiots, total idiots. They're like, we'll buy it. We don't understand it. We'll buy it. Like, help me out here. What was the thing that they were trading? At the, right before the collapse, that was buying all the bad debt. Essentially, what was that? Yeah, that was the insurance. What were the C? I can't remember the CDOs. There was that, some term for that. Yeah, right, right. And then it they was, they um, outlawed the sale of those within about two weeks. All the companies, like they were all saying, well, we had to sell them because everyone else was selling them. We didn't have a choice. Right. You know, we had to compete. And it's like, okay, well, then these are all legal. It's like, okay, well, we're going to introduce this new product, which is exactly the same <laughs> fucking thing under a different name. And then they were all doing it again within two weeks. It's it's a weird thing. That's the best gaming podcast ever. <laughs> that, that's the thing. <laughs> we we, we make a game of that. Perspect- perspective on points. everything. Money's points, Money my friend. It's Money the game of points. life. There you go. The ultimate game. Okay, let's go back to the security thing because there's a question I've always wanted to ask you guys. Uh oh. Okay, when I'm surfing, my totally legitimate sites that I surf when I'm not in the office, uh-huh. occasionally I'll get like a pop under or something like that that comes up underneath my browser window, and then I go to close that browser window. And, it's, and then I get another pop-up that says, are you sure you want to navigate away from the site? If you want to navigate away from the site, click OK. And if you don't and you want to stay in oh, your great deals, hit cancel. Like a dialogue message from your operating system or right. the browser as opposed and to this, like a it, website. <laughs> Which is like – it looks the same as, hey, do you want to install this garbage software or this virus on your computer? Hit OK. But it just says, do you want to stay on the site? Yeah. Or wait, it says, do you want to leave – are you sure? Then hit OK. Or if you want to stay, then hit cancel. Or they'll do it where it's like, Are you sure you want to leave? Hit cancel to leave, or OK to stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm convinced no matter what button I hit, you. I, yeah. if I see that dialog box, I turn off my computer because I'm convinced <laughs> whatever button I press, yeah, there's no yeah. way you, you've lost. You're already in the you're on the box. Yeah, it's like thank you for bank account information. Yeah. I, I hate those. We, we'll be talking to your high school friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think in theory with. If a browser's insecure or your computer's insecure, yeah, they might be able to install some kind of like, you know, maybe ActiveX uh, applet that, or like in Internet Explorer that would uh, cause you problems. But I think for the most part, if you're using a, uh, a secure browser, well, like up to date, you should be, be okay. <laughs> if you're on a Mac, I'm though. Filled with, I'm filled with confidence if, now. If you're on a Mac, answer. though, you should never enter in your, your local computer password anytime you're browsing the web. Right. I mean, and then if you're using a Mac, it should prompt you for your password before it installs anything anything at all right okay so you're probably okay unless you're in las vegas during defcon <laughs> yeah no kidding right then you're doomed in which case you're fucked we should be turning on any computers when we're in vegas anyway i mean really yeah you- we should be sitting well, at just- a table just the hip one that's hidden under my pants leg <laughs> that taps my <laughs> leg it taps your leg once or twice god running rain man os i was counting cutting cards joke by the way in case you didn't get that <sighs> what do you guys play when you go to vegas what are you what are you looking forward to playing i play love craps i love craps Play avoid the pit boss. <laughs> <laughs> this is Don't like you the second time boss? now where I go to Vegas and I and I sit there at the table and I go and they're like, "We love you. Take our executive host card." And then like oh, when yeah. I call them, they're like, "Oh no, we can't. Sorry, <laughs> they just don't." No, you, you, you had a problem. So you spent a lot of money last time we went, and and you got a pit boss's card, right? 
And then you emailed them. Senior executive host card. And what happened when you tried to email them? <laughs> Nothing. No, it bounced. Oh, it bounced. It bounced. <laughs> well, I, I emailed them several times. Just they don't want it. They don't want me. They don't like me. Yeah. So here, here's you should probably explain for some of our younger viewers who might not be of gambling age how this works is that you go to Vegas. I'm not sure this is going to be too boring. You lose an extraordinary money. No, people yeah. want to know this stuff. Vegas yeah. is never boring. C- coming off of the Goldman Sachs conversation. I think we're probably okay. <laughs> you lose a ton of money because you're trading you, with you Goldman Sachs. You don't have to lose money, but it's basically. The, 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 the amount of action you give them. So in other words, the amount of dollars that you put on that table. You can win or lose. It doesn't really matter. But the amount of money you but put on But they like it the when table. you lose. They like it when you lose. They but just it's like see. They, they figure the longer you sit at that table, the more money you put on the table, eventually they're, they're going to get you because yeah. statistically – Yeah, they just want to see a volume there. Actually, right. I would say probably if you, know you win a lot of money, you'll probably lose more in the long run. than if you, Like your first trip to Vegas, if you win ten grand, as opposed to – Exactly. Because you lose ten grand, you'll never st- go back. Statistically, we – well, it's like funny because like statistically the best odds you can get is like the house has 51% or something like that, 51.5 yeah. and you have like you know 48.5 or something like that. And um, yeah, so the longer you sit there, they think they're going to make the money. Guess how much one of those blackjack – on average, guess how much one of those blackjack tables makes an hour? Makes in terms of people losing their money to the table? Yes. Makes? Okay. Uh, oh, we're talking about a, a table on the strip there? Yes. Am I playing on this table? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it makes – I'm going to say – I'm gonna say 500 an hour. I'm gonna say a thousand. Wait, 500 dollars an hour or thousand dollars? I'm gonna say 500 dollars an they hour. Told, I say I say, I say thousand. They an told hour. me, and this is after talking to several people and vetting this. You're not you're not gonna believe it because it's hard. It's hard to believe it, but they they say forty thousand. Oh, what? get out of here! Uh, I've sat at blackjack tables for an hour. I don't know if that averages out against yeah. the higher table. Yeah, that's probably the average. I mean, you know, I don't the, know. the tables I mean, that they don't let us get close to. How well, think, about, think, about some, think about some of those blackjack – not the blackjack tables. Think about some of those craps tables where yeah. you just got all those people. Oh, no, no, no. Like, like the first, all that money. The first time I ever went to Vegas, like I was I was playing craps in this one table and it was pretty full because it was like a $10 minimum or something like that. And there's a table behind us. It was reserved. And I was like, that's kind of weird. And then eventually a guy showed up and I looked over. This guy had brought a stack of about $250,000 worth of chips. And he was playing by himself on a craps table. And I would look over at any one point and he, he'd have like – Fifty to a hundred thousand dollars on the table. It's hard to watch, and it's just like I'm watching this guy's throw. You know, it's like oh, you know these, these chip colors I've never seen before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah. The, ball, the bars. You yeah. know, yeah. it's like why is why yeah. is there chips colors you're not allowed to know the <laughs> yeah. names of? Why does it have yeah. racing stripes? I've never why seen that color before. Racing stripes. But it's like you know he throws down like one chip. It's like well, there's my entire college tuition right there. <laughs> that little chip, you know. But I mean, it's it's all relative though. You know, my $10 there, to me it, is, you know, it, it, There's like almost no worse feeling when you're sitting there. It's like I've lost all this money and then this guy is just like, oh, he just put down. Oh, yeah. He'll like one, dro- chi- one bet, everything or, yeah. I've lost. Or he'll like drop a chip and it's like, oh, that, that, that $10,000 chip you just dropped on the floor is more than I'll ever spend in Vegas. Guys, they're trying not to embarrass me. That guy was me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm suddenly very impressed. I suddenly find you much more attractive than I did <laughs> two minutes ago. But, okay, overall in Vegas, are you up or down like around the room? Um, I only remember the ups, so I'm way up, and it's awesome. <laughs> I figure I'm going to spend money, and I'm going to lose money, and I, I budget amount to lose every day. That's what you should do. And then I don't remember the losses because it's a trip, so it's like, I'm up. Yeah. My, I mean, my, hey, let's look at it this way. I'm down on every other trip everywhere else I've gone. <laughs> I mean, yeah. look at it this that's way. A point. Let, let, that's let, an excellent point. I like right. that line of thinking. Yeah, let's say you go to Orlando, Florida. I'm down spend, three you know, grand thousand You're in the hole. You're yeah. in the hole. You're not getting out. There's no There's no fun. There's no – Dude, the first time I ever went to Vegas, I went there for my 21st birthday. Like I, at midnight, I went and started gambling. It was great. My first night ever I was gambling, I made 750 bucks on a craps table. It was awesome. It's like what Bernie just said. 
Yeah. If that first experience is positive. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. It was great. Yeah. And I, you will chase the feeling of that 750 absolutely. for the rest of your life. No, I, I ended up coming. I, and I, even I, if you get the 750, it will only feels half as good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I came back from that trip up like $2,500, which wow. is pretty awesome for a 21st birthday. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, next happy you birthday. Know you're, you're betting 1500 Next thing you know, you're the dude at the table next to you putting down $250,000 on a hand. There you go. Next that's thing after that, you're in the dark market buying Facebook pre-IPO. <laughs> 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 It's a slippery slope, my friend. Dark market sounds like a Harry Potter you're, you're term. Like, you're, you're gambling moves from Vegas to Wall Street. <laughs> I like that even Wall Street says dark market because black market is like – that's clearly illegal. Yeah. This is not black. This is dark it's gray just, market. You can't see, but that doesn't mean that it's not It just there. absorbs all the color. It's okay. I gave up on this dark market when I first heard the words – after hours market. Who are the people that can trade when the market's closed? That's what I want to know. Mm. I can't walk in and go, I want to get some after hours trading. They'll go, no, you're not that guy. Yeah. You know, you got to pay a cover charge. Those are the guys that. who sell speakers out of the back of their car, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Those are the guys that have like 18 of those guys working for them, yeah, basically. Yeah. Jesus. I had a guy knock on my door the other day selling magazines. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I haven't had that in forever. Like yeah. office space? <laughs> well, like, you know, door-to-door salesman. And he described to me his the program that he was a part of, and he just – he essentially just described to me the definition of a pyramid scheme yeah, and talked about how he's the greatest thing ever. And he's a young guy, and I'm like, what do I say to this guy? You know what I mean? It's like he's working, he's trying, you know, but it's just like – I it was so clear that he was trying to move up to the next level, mm-hmm. you know, and then – I guess he gets more thetans or whatever. And then, <laughs> you know, he was just like, I'm working here. I work for this guy. He's got five guys working for him. And if I get enough points, they'll move me up and they'll have five guys working for me. You know, you know what's frightening about that is like a lot of uh, charities are sort of run that way, I think. I don't know if it's right or it's wrong. Have uh, we talked about charities on the podcast yeah, before? Yeah, we have. We did like three weeks ago, I think. The about Bono Operating thing? costs. Never mind then. No, no, we talked about not the pyramid scheme, though. How does it. We were talking well, about overhead. I don't, I, don't it's not, I don't know if it's necessarily a pyramid scheme, but it's like the people who, the, the, the people who are doing the work take such a large percentage yeah. of the money that it's. That's not always the case, but a, most of the time it's the case. Well, it's like I feel like I could go door to door and be like, I'm collecting money for Darfur. You oh, know, yeah. I'm keeping 90% of the money you give me <laughs> and yeah. maybe passing on 10, you know. You were, you, were you in the Boy Scouts? I was. I was in the Boy Scouts too. Anybody else? Jack? I, I was. Were you in the Boy Scouts? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm prepared. We did not sell cookies. <laughs> we didn't, right? We didn't sell cookies. No. no. We, I, we, had a, we had a popcorn fundraiser when I was in the Boy Scouts. Didn't I mean, I probably sold like five tins of popcorn. It wasn't even that big. I'm not really sure if all Boy Scouts did that. Did you ever do I, that? I never did that, no. I, yeah, I, don't, I can't remember, but I don't think I did, yeah. But we were never strapped for cash as the Boy Scouts. We still got our uniforms. We still went camping yeah, they, and all that stuff. What? Where the fuck does all that cookie money go for the Girl Scouts? Because they're not doing anything different than the Boy Scouts. But they generate a fuck ton of money from those cookies. I mean, Where they've does got that go? like cultural guilt engineered into America where it's like a little girl shows up your door saying, I'm selling cookies. Well, you have to buy them. You do. <laughs> you pretty much do. I mean, somebody's going to figure out a way to get how to train. I mean, train that's a business pu- model. They're going to train puppies to sell cookies, then you're doomed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the girl's going to It just shows up. It's got like a box, it's you know, a and a collar. <laughs> it's sat high. It's got like a roll yeah. of Thin Mints under his neck. Yeah. <laughs> buy this so I can eat tonight. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be a great thing where you send a hungry dog to the door with a box of milk bones. The person has to buy the box of milk bones to feed to the dog. <laughs> it's like the perfect system. You make billions. But I really want to know where's where does all the Girl Scout cookie money go? You know, I never thought of it that way. I don't know. Who's making that money? Somebody's making that money. The Girl Scouts well, aren't getting a commission, are they? Mm, I don't think so. 
I can't remember. When you join the Boy Scouts, you have to pay. Did you have to pay? Or? You have to buy your uniform. I know that, and I think there is a yearly due, uh, like dues. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. I, I remember dues. Now that now that I said that word, it might yeah. have been like a, a every meeting thing you had to take. Hmm. I remember. I remember paying like dues, but I think it was like to join the Boy Scouts, like fifty bucks a year. Yeah, it was like two bucks, bucks a meeting or something. Yeah, because that was during the Depression. So <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, we're also <laughs> that, that was many years ago. We also had to train with a rifle, <laughs> just in case Hitler made. That's right. Kids, the the, the, the National Guard was deployed in Europe at the time and. <laughs> we, yeah. were, we were maintaining border security. Please, please tell me in the Boy Scouts are still shooting off rifles. Please. Please tell me. I never shot a no, rifle no. in the Boy Scouts. No, yeah. We had them for rifle training. They've added things, but I don't think they've taken away too many things. Isn't there an internet badge now? Yeah, I think there is an internet badge. <laughs> wow. Internet badge. You, you have to download it. <laughs> it's digital. You put you put it on your on your uh, e vest. What do you what do you do? What do you what do you have to do? We should look that up. We have to find out what you have to do. Yeah, look to get up. the internet badge. Troll four chan. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to DefCon. I feel like uh, pedophiles are on the other side of that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> what they 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 really petitioned to have that internet badge added. Uh, internet scout scouting service. Also, I never hear about the Girl Scouts. Outside of the cookie sales. Yeah, what are they doing the rest of the time? I think they're just gearing up for cookie sales. That's <laughs> yeah, it. right? I guess they're making cookies. That would be my <laughs> guess. Somebody's <laughs> got to make all those giant things. cookie factories while the <laughs> Girl Scouts right. go. That's right. I always feel compelled to explain anything to our international viewers, too, if they don't know what a Girl Scout is or what Girl Scout cookies are. Well, they're missing out. But there's this cult in America called the Girl Scouts. <laughs> And they all dress in green, and they're young. That's why so you can't see them they're, until they're on top of you with a box of cookies. You don't know, no. dude. I I can't. I don't want to say no. They hang outside the grocery store. Yeah, you're like, and you're like Girl Scout. Like you're you're in suburban. Like you're. I am. Yeah. They're everywhere. They have they have high density in my area, and it's they're they're just little girls like six to ten years old, and they sell either cookies door to door or now what they do is they camp outside of retail places. All day, and with a card table, these two girls, and like, we want to buy some cookies. You're like, I mean, I mean, three I, bucks I, for like ten cookies. What is it? That's like a roll. It's three fifty. Yeah, I'm like a lone dude doing my lone dude thing, going to Vegas or whatever. I like to think that I'm almost as far away from the Girl Scouts as I as someone could be, <laughs> but uh, their reach. It doesn't matter. There's no, always no. someone who knows someone. Like I don't actually see the Girl Scouts, but they have like these uh, adults that yeah. they use. And they come and they're like, listen, my uncle's niece's daughter whatever. And like here's a form and like yeah. they get to you. Like, yeah, Remember when we watched your dog that one time? Hey, we're selling cookies. Yeah. They get to yeah. you. So, I mean, there's nowhere they don't, they don't reach. The, uh, the Boy Scout internet badge has many requirements, most of which are really basic and stupid, like find out what ISP you have at home and stuff like that. That's cool, though. One of them is explain what a web browser is. For example, Netscape Navigator, Microsoft Internet Explorer, <laughs> Opera, Amaya, or Lynx. Wow. Uh, Someone's, cool. uh, sounds like the little not up-to-date, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're just missing Safari and Chrome in there, you know? <laughs> Which who uses those honestly? <laughs> Firefox. And they said, for example, and they have Netscape Navigator and Lynx. Who the fuck knows what Lynx is? I do. I bet you guys don't. I don't remember. Lynx. Is that is that a uh, it's a, a text, Linux? It's thing? a text based Unix web browser. Okay, oh, listen, Jesus. Dude, the guy who designed that requirements is a dude, a grown man who works at Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> he probably uses Lynx every day. <laughs> Maybe I would imagine so on his dial up. Awful. No offense to the guys at the Boy Scouts who use Lynx every day. <laughs> Learn about online safety. Online, Online safety. safety. Using the web for scouting. Your How do you use page. your computer to start a fire? <laughs> <laughs> in case you need it. 
how to frighten a bear using computers. <laughs> <laughs> what to do in case of online predators. <laughs> Just roll up in a ball and act dead. <laughs> Puff out your shirt to make yourself bigger. <laughs> but here's how a conversation, like, Joel's right. Here's, here's, here's an actual conversation I had this year. I think Girl Scout cookies are now twice a year, too. I think they've moved it up. Or, like, they're, they're like, they're shortening the window for sure. But Griffin came to me and she said, uh, hey, do you want to buy some Girl Scout cookies um, for Millie? Or she said like that, that it was for Millie. And I said, oh, I said, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I'll buy some Girl Scout cookies. She said, how many do you want? I go, five boxes, I guess. I go, is Millie even, and she's in the like, Girl Scout The style? question's like, what is the minimum amount of boxes <laughs> I can purchase to get what the guilt free? Like, is it five? Is it, what are units of guilt? Exactly right. <laughs> Wait, is it five now, or are we, is inflation maybe ten? It's, you don't know. it's exactly the same as buying a birthday gift for a coworker. Essentially, it's <laughs> the, how low can I go and yeah. get away and not seem like a jackass? But I said, I guess I'll buy, I'll buy five boxes. Then a five boxes. I said, is, is Millie now? She's in the Girl Scouts, and she goes, Oh no, this is for a friend of hers in her class. And I said, I will buy no boxes. <laughs> I will buy zero boxes of cookies because I know someone else is going to come up to me. Yeah, and I, I got to save with my five boxes that I'm going to buy connection. for somebody else. You know, my mother. When I was younger, my mother was a field director in the Girl Scouts, which is, I guess, like the leader's leader, like in the pyramid scheme. She's a few steps up. And every year at Girl Scout cookie time, this giant 18-wheeler with the Girl Scout logo on the side of it would come to our house and unload all the cookies that every Girl Scout in, like, the, the surrounding counties had sold. Oh, my God. So our house would be filled with fucking cookies that I couldn't eat. Ugh. And when you're, like, 13 years old and <laughs> yeah, you that's, see, that's like, hard burden to bear. two tons of cookies that you can't touch, it's fucking frustrating. <laughs> so I buy all the cookies now. Nice. Uh, except, make for, up for it. Yeah. except for whoever's going to email me now and ask me to buy cookies. I'm not buying your cookies. So, I know. There's some things you have to do as an adult. My mm-hmm. entire freshman year of college, I ate ice cream for breakfast every day because I could. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. I think that's the backfire of like when when parents are like, no, you can't have this. You can't have that. There is a repercussion for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I remember being a kid not being able to get all the video games I wanted. Now it's like, well, now I'm just going to fucking buy them and not ever open them. I'm just going to put them on the shelf. It's true. I mean, it's yeah, just like. Yeah. I'll show them. Yeah. I'll show them. But it's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't waste my youth, but I wasted my money when I was an adult. <laughs> Take that, parents. So I saw an interesting – well, I thought it was an interesting discussion on Kotaku this morning where they were asking people – you know, talking about video games. They were asking people when you buy the collector's – or if you buy the collector's edition of a video game, do you prefer like a physical thing to come with the collector's edition or do you prefer like a, an in-game add-on for That's the collector's edition? That's a great question. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I, pre- I prefer the in-game stuff. I hate – Finding a place for this physical things. Like, you know, Modern Warfare had the fucking night vision goggles, which I'd never use. Yeah, but if you have, like, a better gun in the game... Were the results on that? No, it's just an open discussion. Like, what an open comments say? thread. I can already tell you what people in this room will say. Jack will want the physical item. That's right? correct. Yeah. He likes the, the what they call a tchotchke. Yeah, yeah. I uh, only specific think... ones, though. Not Like, I've got my Rockstar keychain I got from Grand Theft Auto 4 when I bought the collector's edition of that. I still have that on me right now. For a lot of people, they will eventually hit a point in their life where they will go, you know what? I do not want stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want stuff. And I'm, I've hit that point in my life where it's just like I'm doing everything to, like, not have stuff, mm-hmm. you know, as minimal as possible. But, like, I don't – I, I don't know. You come from like I don't know if you're going to hit. I, I don't know if that's your thing. I mean, but you may just want. Well, stuff. but I mean, it seems like a lot of times, like this stuff is almost is almost makes you better in the game. Like when Bad Company Two came out, if you pre-ordered, didn't you get like a gun that would take you a lot longer to unlock otherwise? It so, was the M1A one, if I remember. Oh no, that correctly. was a uh, World at War. 
That was World at War. I, and, uh, you, I stand you, by you, my you statement. Can, I'll always go yeah. for that. I love you. That like stuff. jump in, and you're instantly better than all the other people you're playing with. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I always prefer the the digital add-on stuff, just but, because it's like. But that stuff, especially in the multiplayer stuff, it lasts for about a day, and that's when it takes everyone else to catch up to you. Maybe you know? that's, so that's really true. The, that's true. There's, there's, whereas the stuff lasts the rest of your life. But then, <laughs> but there's some single player stuff like in um, Mass, Mass Effect, Effect 2, Two. You yeah. got armor. Yeah. Uh, and weapons that helps you throughout the campaign. That's the funny thing because I think a lot of times it depends, right? I mean, there's. I remember the Halo helmet. The Halo helmet was cool. Yeah, you know. So I, I, mean, I actually have a flaming Halo helmet from the DLC pre-order. Also cool. Yeah, and people have now been asking me how it's on my avatar. You had a flaming helmet if you bought it. Uh, the Legendary Edition. You had a flaming helmet in the game, which you still have to this day. But now my avatar, my Xbox Live avatar, has a flaming helmet. Yeah, people are that. constantly asking me how to do it, but they can't get it. It kind of sucks when you see something like, "Oh, I want that." It's like, well, you need to go back in time to thirty days before the DLC came out, and then you can get it. I kind of like that sort of thing, you know, where it's like Nike with the shoe philosophy, where you have limited mm-hmm. runs of stuff, and it creates diversity. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you've got to limit supply on stuff to make it cool. Yeah, it's like an exclusivity. Yeah, or like you're like in a. a- I don't want to say a cool club, but you're in a club. Whatever. And it's like, well, next time you got to be on the ball, pay attention. Well, if you think mm-hmm. you might play a game too, I'm so far behind. I, I'm right now, I'm playing Dead Space. Not Dead Space 2, but the original one. Mm-hmm. That's game, that game is from 2008. That's happening to me more and more and more now where it's like I'm playing like – like I hadn't – I didn't play the first one where it's like I'll go back and I'll play the first one. And it's all uh, – it'll be a good experience. I'll, I'll enjoy it and – Well, I think that kind of thing though, I think it punishes the long tail people. Like I'm mm. discovering – Dead Space now, two years later, and I'm buying – I bought it like Games on Demand. That was right to the publisher. There's no manufacturing. They probably made more on my $20 purchase than they made on a $60 but purchase do, do in you, the retail store. I should get that bonus, I think, at that point. Do you, you think know? that they're trying to copy like the, the movie philosophy where they want a big opening weekend and as many front-loaded numbers as they can to then fund development of sequels down the road? Oh, absolutely. Otherwise, I mean, otherwise the team goes away. Right. I mean, oh, we had a bad day one. Bye, everybody. Yeah. You know, we're not even going to put this thing on games on demand. Sure, yeah. I get that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Also, I mean, with, with multiplayer games, you have to have that. If you show up in the multiplayer and you can't ever find a match because there's 100 people online, that game is dead. Or because everyone's so fucking good because they've been playing that game for two years. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're just jumping in. You don't know the maps, getting screamed at. I think we're No, I'm just saying you want that, that big first oh, weekend right. for that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I, it's it's a weird thing almost where it's just like I, I remember when, like when Black Ops came out it was like biggest release you know entertainment release ever or whatever it is it's kind of like yeah cool video games yeah take that movies I would love to write <laughs> be, I'd like to be the guy at a gaming magazine that writes the biggest release ever because it's like I just use the same article and just like yeah. know the it's variables like biggest reflect. article release it's like Control Find Call of Duty One with Halo Reach okay <laughs> replace just all switch done out. publish and then, then, then replace the dollar figure yeah, exactly. it's like the name of the game and the dollar figure yeah write it as like just write it like a template it's like just every time the big game comes out just replace and I'm done it's it's funny that you say that though because it's definitely true. Like it's if you if you've never played Call of Duty before and you jump in that multiplayer, I mean, versus someone who's been playing the previous versions of Call of Duty, you don't stand a chance. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, theoretically, just, aren't there leveling aspects of the game that protect you as a new player? Yeah, but there's always people who uh, have new accounts or get reset or or they do that dopey thing where they de-level. Yeah, why do people Pre- do that? Prestige is what that is, right? Well, they, no, in Halo, if, well, in Halo Three, there was a thing where oh, they tried yeah, to like, yeah, go yeah, down yeah. in level. Right. Right, like right, a right. fifty would try to get down to level one. Right, you can't do that in Call of Duty because once you reach a level, there's no going down. Okay, and when you prestige, 
and I'm at level fifty, so I quite I'm almost there. But I mean, you're, that's you're basically level fifty one. Oh, okay. it's not like you're not not like taking on level one. Oh, okay, so you're like star one or whatever. Yeah, I think basically all it does is it takes away all. Of I think all the guns and you just kind of have to start over all the abilities or whatever, okay. but it's still matching you, you know, against people who are fifties and fifty uh, I believe. It right. does seem like that's fundamentally wrong that a character who is a higher level, who then has more game time would have access to better weapons. Well, again, I think if, when you get to prestige, prestige, can't even say it now, <laughs> you lose all the weapons, you lose all those bonuses or whatever. Okay. So to some extent, it's like, okay, well, if you're this good, now you're... But even like level 30s versus level 45s, I mean, it's the level 45s are playing a lot longer than the level 30. Yeah, but... And he's got better weapons if, and everything if else. If they die, you can pick up those weapons. Okay. I mean, clearly, and, clearly and also, it works. to some yeah. extent, I mean, I don't know if better is the right... They're, they're all different in different functionalities, just like which... Weapon works best for yeah, you. Yeah, I guess it is situational. You, know? you build loadouts and choose what you want to use. Yeah, I still, I still, Julius, you sound like an me. after school special right there. <laughs> <laughs> I still love Battlefield Bad Company too, the best. That's probably my favorite multiplayer I've played on Xbox. Great game. To, to me, the biggest single advantage a multiplayer person can have in any game is knowledge of the map. Yeah, absolutely. The more knowledgeable, knowledgeable you are about the map, that's the biggest advantage, I think. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's hard to separate knowledge of the map with experience playing on the map, though, too. I mean, yeah. just. Yeah. They kind of go hand in hand, I think. There is that fun first experience, no matter what map it is, where you just can't figure it out. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like, how did they get up there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, well, how did he shoot me from that but that's, spot? That's some of the cool. That's that's yeah. that's part of the cool coolness of it to me. Is like, okay, let's figure it out. I'm right? kind of surprised though that you know the battlefield technique uh, or the style of sort of loadouts and stuff hasn't really kind of expanded out to other games yet. You know, Reach has it. Not really. Like there, I mean, there's not like a medic class in Reach. You know. Yeah, there is. Is there? Yeah, you have your drop shield yeah. that heals people. I, my, I guess so, but that's I don't know. But I like I like the idea of being able to like you know revive people and it's like specific stuff. Like like, like in other words, I I, I hear what you're saying because the classes in Battlefield are very very the very more, the more specific. specific. Yeah, I mean honestly, like I, I've said this before, and, but like, and, and, and that team when when everyone's yeah yeah to, to me the best team dynamic that I've had was in Battlefield where yeah. you have a bunch of people that are different classes and that works. Yeah, but I mean like in Reach, everyone has access to the same weapon. It, it's you're true. I mean it it, it is I, I'm. You know, just pointing it out that they say they have it and all that, but really in Halo, yeah. they're really all the same guys with different. I mean, equipment. when it comes yeah. down to it, every single multiplayer match you play in Halo is a Slayer match. I mean, is is you know, but you know yeah, that's what it comes down to. For you, know, me. you know, what's funny to me though is that all the little differences in all these multiplayers is kind of a good thing because each one of them plays a little bit yeah. differently, so it's a different experience, and that's kind of good. Yeah, I mean, Reach has Reach has gotten a lot better about it with you know, like you know, there's racer stuff now, and there's you know, Griffball and stuff like that now, but. You know, I, I'm I'm actually not the great of like that great of an FPS player. So anytime I get a chance to do something where it's like, you know, I love I love driving in Reach and I love playing a medic in Battlefield because I actually, you know, instead of having to go and shoot people, I can just you know support the people that know what they're doing and are better at it than me. And I wish there was more stuff like that in other games. Have you ever played Team Fortress Two? Yes. Okay, because that takes that to the extreme. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have entirely support classes. Yeah. Like you can yeah, play yeah. as an engineer and never fire your gun once. Yeah. 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 I like I like that kind of stuff. I never played that game. I feel I feel bad. I wish I had the chance. If you, know? you like specific duties like that and you want to play like a support class, which I enjoy playing as a support guy as yeah, well. Yeah, it's fun. The medic in that to me is no fun, but like the engineer's fun, spies are fun. You know, it's it's very 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 specific. Mm-hmm. And I can't I can't play a soldier in Team Fortress Two, yeah. which is it seems like the base class of you have a rocket launcher and you're an FPS guy. Yeah, you shoot people. I can't play that at all. 
I, I'm terrible at that, you know? And Demo Man, I guess all the you've, offensive... You've always liked support characters more, though. I have. Back in the day, we played Battlefield 1942, the original one. Yeah. I would play the medic all the time. Yeah. Or the engineer, and that was fun, fixing people's tanks yeah, and going yeah. along with the tank. Yeah, that was fun. So I, I, I like to do that in Halo, but people, and even when they play teams, there's a way you play teams in Halo that you don't play in other games. I mean, it's, it's definitely more of an offensive game. Yeah. And I think Halo's a really cool hybrid now of the shooter FPS and the class FPS. It's like right in between those now, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't play much of the shooter FPSs. Like, I don't, I don't play Call of Duty. I don't think I've played a single round of the new Call of Duty multiplayer. And I think on Modern Warfare, the original... Or maybe War- Warfare Two was the big one. I played, I think, two matches total mm-hmm. of that stuff. Yeah. I'm thinking of, I, I haven't played Black Ops multiplayer at all. I played some with Joel. We played some zombies, but that was it. I, it's funny. I love that game type. It's such a blast. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because it's. I, fight, I feel like you can never win. But <laughs> that's <laughs> well, kind of the you, point. <laughs> it's I guess just so. how long it's you just can a, you can delay the inevitable. It's like damn, life. Damn zombies. Just fucking string it out. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the guy who recreated uh, Halo gameplay in Minecraft? <laughs> yeah, I see, I mean, he, I saw that. he recreated Lockout and yep. made like a, a multi multiplayer shooter where it's like two guys running around shooting each other. Jesus, it's fucking crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, people are Minecraft has really expanded the creativity of people with the, with the mods. It's amazing. Then there was another video I saw. I think I saw him on the same day where someone recreated the original Legend of Zelda using Little Big Planet two. Really? That, well, not the whole thing. They just recreated that first dungeon uh, oh, wow. that you go through. They recreated all the monsters and Link and the really crazy thing. Is, I keep hearing about that kind of thing in Little Big Planet, but when I watch it, it still looks like Little Big Planet to me. You should see this one. I should, yeah, yeah. because it never. When you say Zelda, I'm imagining a top-down view. Yep. And that's what they can show in mm-hmm. Little Big Planet. Okay. I need, I need to look at that a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't look anything anything like Little Big Planet. You would think you're looking at maybe an emulator. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's really interesting. It's really crazy. Yeah, those uh, those sandbox games. Those I think those are the future for sure. Are these even, are these even technically sandbox games at that point? I, you know, just do whatever you want and play guess, however uh, you want. Yeah, it's almost like an en- you're just given an engine and yeah. you just plug in the bits wherever you want them. I would say the opposite is now looking backwards. Are the games we considered to be sandbox games are those really sandbox games? Like, would a Grand Theft Auto compare to Forge or uh, Minecraft? It Man. doesn't really because you can't. What can yeah. you do in it's just GTA? open world? It's just yeah. open world. Yeah. God, I remember editing maps in Doom 2 using those those crappy, those, like... Your WAD files. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> WAD <laughs> files, yeah. yeah. Man, I love that stuff. Actually, like, I remember right before Columbine hit, I had made a map of my middle school <laughs> to play in Doom 2. No, no, it's, a, it's one of those things. And, like, you know, and then as soon as all that happened, it's like, you know, I, I started reading about these kids getting busted and getting in trouble for doing stuff. It's like, that's the only building I know. You know, I go to that building every five days a week, so I know it. So I'm like, yeah, I'll design that. Might as well. And yeah. Like, I even made, like, multiple floors, which, you know, Doom was only a single floor. Found the I, best escape routes? No, I, I you know. <laughs> Where to put the weapon stashes? Oh, yeah, like, there, <laughs> the were, there, were, there were imps and, like, you know, like, Kega Demons and stuff where, like, teachers would be in classrooms and things like that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. And Like, I always wished, like, the, the uh, Grand Theft Auto map, like, the big giant Grand Theft Auto map, you could manipulate more or have things change on it or change a game type even where I still think it would be great if we had, like, a giant zombie game using that huge map mm-hmm. it's like i guess that must be a very hard thing to do well, well that's like what... prototype right kind of yeah kind of yeah but well, i mean that's what that was you know that's oh, where you're the... trying to repurpose it yeah. that's where the left for dead series came from it was a mod of counter-strike and they were playing around with different things they could do with the engine messing with counter-strike and they just kept coming back to playing the zombie variant over and over and over again and then they just 
change that into Left 4 Dead. I think there's a lot of sound logic in that where it's just like throw some assets out there, let the community get a hold of it and see what great game happens when people want to play mm-hmm. and then just – even Valve. Skin yeah, it. Even Counter-Strike. You, like you talk about Left 4 yeah. Dead coming from Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike started like that also, yep. didn't it? It was like – it started from Half-Life. You know, at, at uh, PAX where they have the Omegathon, is that what it's called? Uh-huh. Which is a kind of like an Olympics of gamers and it's hard to get in. I think they take 32 or 16 contestants. I think it's it's 32, I think. Yeah, you have to apply and then we've never really participated in this. But then they have these events where you go up against somebody in a game and whoever scores highest or head-to-head beats the other person. Then they go up until it's like the top two gamers. And it's like different games all on the way. And it's really very Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And at one tier, it was Simon, the old Simon game where you'd play the memory game. <laughs> you know, it's like everything. That's awesome. And one, I think one of them was a trivia contest. And the hardest, the top trivia question in it was, what was the code? What is the code that's typed in on the bomb on Counter-Strike? What's the five-digit number code? Holy shit. And Gabe knew it. Jesus. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. That's a really good one because you see it all the time. Yeah, you, you don't play pay Counter-Strike, attention. But you wouldn't pay attention to what the code is. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's what Valve does. I mean, I mean, Team Fortress Two, Team Fortress was a was a really honestly a horrible game. If you look at the original one and Team Fortress Two, they adopted that style, the new style for it, the the, the visual aesthetic, and it's now a, a phenomenon. That game. I mean, we don't even really feel it because we're more console gamers. On the PC, that game is huge, yeah. absolutely huge, enormous mm-hmm. community behind it. I, you know, it's funny. I love PC gaming when it works, but it's like takes so much. I feel like it takes so much time and effort to get myself in a position where it works. It's just yeah. I, I don't want to. Yeah, I was talking. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he was talking about you know how he's playing all these you know PC games and how I should get back into it. Then he's like, yeah, you know, I only had a little bit of trouble. My my two my my Crossfire video cards were acting up, and I guess I was getting a lot of screen tearing. And it's like I re- uninstalled the drivers, reinstalled them, spent like half the day, and I finally got it working. I was like, yeah, you just reminded me why I don't do that anymore. <laughs> it's, true. it's funny because a lot of people I thought I, I think back in the day got their start in computer technology through like, yeah. oh, I have to change my video card. Yeah, you know, and that's how it starts. Yeah, you know, and just what I found with PC games, what I would always do is I would load the game up, like. Crisis or something like that, and then load it up. I go, wow, this is really cool. Look how beautiful this is. Okay, let's change all the settings to the lowest setting because yeah. I'm not going to notice all this stuff after five minutes of playing the game. So let's just get to the game and turn all the other stuff down. Mm-hmm. Just so wow, I can really? play. Yeah, I would. I, I I have no problems unless it's like an RTS and it actually physically reduces my real estate that I can see on screen. Uh-huh. I have no problem lowering. It always the graphics, drove yeah. me crazy. Like I always wanted to ramp it up as high as I could, and if I couldn't, then it's like I'm missing out. Yeah, then you, got, you got to spend a lot of money, money for a new video card yeah. and new computer. Have yeah. you guys seen the new TVs that are out, like the 3D TVs and the LED TVs that uh-huh. have this? motion correction built into them oh, i hate it no a lot of people feel like it it, it almost looks like it interpolates frames between the frames and it kind of like takes your frame rate up to 59.97 yeah and so a lot of people don't like it because it makes everything kind of look like video it's like super crisp yeah and the yeah. Sh- like a shutter rate's higher it just it's really strange effect you can come to my oh, house is it like the 120 hertz tv yeah. exactly about? i think mine's a 240 hertz actually oh yeah because yeah, doing two different signals for the 3d so it's two 120 signals that come into a 240 and my, and my wife immediately saw it and hated it it some somebody it's described funny. it really well they said it makes everything look like a spanish soap opera <laughs> and i thought that's a really good description you know, of the look i saw one of those then i saw avatar they were playing it at like a best buy or something and i was like something looks different with this it looks like you said it looks like a like a, a spanish soap opera yep yeah like certain visual effects 
utterly fall apart yeah. when you increase like frame rate and megahertz. It seems like like I saw Spider Man or whatever. It just it was just it was so crisp. It didn't look real at all. It looked not yeah. good. The, the tap dancing sequence down the sidewalk was horrible. <laughs> yeah. There's something about the human eye where it's like if you're looking at something with the human eye, something's going to be out of focus yeah. somewhere, right. you know, and it's like if you're looking at a screen where it's a giant city vista and everything is perfectly crisp, it doesn't ring true, I think, yeah. you know. Now, have like, you played any video games with that on? Yeah, I was going to say, so that's where I was headed with this. So I played Halo Reach with that setting on. That was bizarre. I mean, it, it was like you would turn to your left and there would be no blur because it would interpolate all that. So it's like a perfect turn. I, I can't even describe it. And it felt like... We never do machinima on PCs because the mouse look is so much different than the controller look because it's yeah. not quite even. But there's something more to it too. It's like everything is too clear the entire time you're turning. And to see that on like Halo and in a console game, it's really strange, man. It's really strange. So I had to turn all that stuff off. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think I, don't think I would like that. You know who does? You know who does really like that and who cries out all the time about the frame rates of the average movie-going experience is James Cameron. He he really he likes 3D a lot. I've heard him talk about this, but it's really the frame rate. He's trying to move to a higher frame rate. He's trying to move to like a 60 frame per second standard for movie theaters because he hates motion. You know, he hates the normal blur you get from just panning. Oh, huh, interesting. There's a there's a term for it like stereoscopic something or other, but I forget what it is right now. He probably made the word up. It makes it feel any better. <laughs> probably trademark. <laughs> yeah, he's got so much money. He's a, he's you like, owe him five bucks right now. He probably. adds him into the dictionary. You have to watch out the guy that amount of money too, because he'd be like, oh, I'm just gonna build my own theaters. You know, <laughs> that all have this. Yeah, that's really weird. I, that's really you should weird. come see. Come see my house and play Halo on that TV. Yeah, it's, it's also weird where it's like gaming versus viewing. You know, like passive uh, versus active. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. But what you were saying about the cityscape as well is that I hate when they force a depth of field on you. They do it in a lot of games. Gears of War is really guilty of it. A lot of the – what do they call them? Like those next-gen games. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's a graphic thing too. Like they're they're saving themselves, you know, I guess, you know, processor real estate by just kind of like lowering the graphic settings on the further away stuff. Sure, I get that. It's like, like a new fog of war that, basically. That's, that's draw distance versus depth of field though. You're talking so, about Sometimes they do it for an aesthetic. And if like I'm looking at a character – in the screen, like if this is truly interactive, if I'm looking at my guy in Grand Theft Auto and I want to look down the street, I can focus down the street if I want to in real life. Yeah. I don't look down the street and it's blurry and I go, oh, I got to walk down so it's not blurry. That's not <laughs> yeah. the same effect. In a movie, you're actually – it's a narrative. You're showing people what they want to – what you want them to see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Interactive, supposedly, you're showing them what they want to see. And Depth of Field just to me does not work in video games. Um, yeah, it's a, are, yeah, you bother, like are you bothered by the infinite focal distance of Halo? Does that bother you? No. Yeah. yeah, and I'm I, assuming I, I, Call of Duty has the same infinite yeah. focal. Point. I don't know that there's any way they could solve that without having like software track your eye to see right. where you're looking on the TV to then determine what should be in focus and what should be out of focus. That'd be weird, right? Yeah, so your TV would. It's almost like, yeah, I don't know. That, that'd be fucking bizarre. Connect can't do that. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I just want to point out. I'm going to put a bookmark right here. We will one day come back and listen to this podcast and go. Remember we were talking about depth of field and eye tracking, like it was a big deal. You know, <laughs> like it could never happen. They're probably gonna have like a week and a half from now, and this podcast will sound super dated almost like immediately. Instantly. Well, you yeah. started with the old timey voice, so you're, you're setting you're setting up being dated yeah, yeah. immediately. Yeah. But uh, we should wrap up before we go too long. I agree because we're working on something big. Next week is our Gus. What? What it's is our, next it's week? Our <laughs> February 9th? It's our 100th podcast. Hey! Our 100th podcast! After, so, after 100, God, a fucking 100. That's crazy. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. 
<laughs> I'm just thinking about the cumulative amount of time. Do you, do you dream when you dream at night? Do you just like hear people's voices? Every and, like, and you think about what you have to cut out or whatever. Every now and then, I'll I'll have a dream seeing Garage Band in front of me with the bars and the waveforms and. Uh, well, so that's got to be soul draining. If it, if it takes like, let's say six hours of podcast, that's six hundred hours of my life. Jesus, spent cutting stuff. So we, you're not going to reveal what's uh, coming up. No, no. We'll have our hunter podcast next week, so but, check it out. But we're cutting short so we can go prepare for some stuff that we're working on for next week. And go, and go making de- all this week. We can go deal with snowpocalypse outside. Yeah. I'm, I'm pissed that it's 20 degrees and we don't have snow. Ugh, I'm just saying. It sucks. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye, everybody.